This episode is brought to you by McDonald's. Not sure you've heard of them. <laughs> Up and coming uh, little restaurant, but they're making it. They're the little engine that could. You know, the moment of bliss when you spot your fries being scooped into the carton and suddenly time slows down. I have that all the time. I love their fries. Oh, yeah. yes. McDonald's fries hit different when they're free. That's another thing I'll tell you. And when they belong to your friends, there's no better feeling than thinking you're out of fries and then you discover extra fries at the bottom of your bag or else my son still hasn't finished his fries yeah. and I'm done with mine. And uh, he used to be weaker than me so I could just take them. Yeah. Now I can't because he's stronger than me. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's no wrong way to eat McDonald's fries, but we all think our way is the best way. And I like stealing them from someone else. That's my favorite <laughs> way. Get your favorite McDonald's fries today. McDonald's, check them out sometime. They're everywhere. Noom uses the latest in proven behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good. Noom builds personal plans that can meet an individual's needs, takes into account dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs to build a plan that works for you. Through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching, their platform has helped millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. I think a lot of intelligence has gone into the whole Noom system. They really think about how humans live, how they think, what their psychology is, and it's all been used to help people control their weight. So stay focused on what's important to you with the Noom psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's Noom, N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen for 100 Healthy and Delicious Recipes to Promote Better. Living available to buy now wherever books are sold. Conan O'Brien needs a fan. Want to talk to Conan? Visit teamcoco.com slash call Conan. Okay, let's get started. Hey, Jake, meet Conan and Sona. Hey, Conan. Hey, Matt. Hey, Sona. How's it going? Good. How are you? Uh, terrific. Uh, Jake, is, is it Jake? Is that what you said? Yeah, Jake. Mm -hmm. Okay, Jake, uh, I just got to get some facts here before we begin. Sure. Uh, you're from uh, which part of the country? Where were you, where were you uh, hail from? I'm from Seattle. Ah, Seattle. I know Seattle well. Uh, I'm, my wife is from Seattle, and I was married in Seattle. And so I feel and like have I have- you have a trash can named after you in Whidbey Island. Yes, I do. <laughs> That's absolutely true. I visited Whidbey Island recently, and uh, they didn't know I was coming. Uh, I was there to see a production of uh, a play that my wife wrote, and they surprised me. Uh, by saying, we're going to dedicate this trash can in your honor. And they had me, I signed it. And I'm very honored. I, uh, it's a thrill. And I think this is a sign that things are only getting better for me. Jake, are you calling, to, are you talking to us from Seattle right now? No, I'm in Tbilisi, Georgia. Oh. You're in Tbilisi, Georgia, as in former Soviet Union, Georgia. That's right. And just a stone's throw from Armenia. Hey! Oh, wow! Neighboring countries. Barev, inch pasek. That's sorry. Speak Armenian. Well, I'm just saying I do, and I'm fluent. Um, not, you know, like two words. Okay. Uh, Barev. Anyway, inch pasek. <laughs> Jake, that's, that's very it. exciting. Uh, I know a little fun fact about Tbilisi. The dictator Joseph Stalin was a seminary student in Tbilisi. That's kind mm. of where he's from. And clearly the seminary didn't take, so he decided to become one of the most ruthless 
murdering dictators in the history of mankind. So congratulations. It's a fun <laughs> fact. You're in Tbilisi right now. Do they have like lots of Joseph Stalin slept here kind of uh, artifacts? I haven't seen any yet. <laughs> well, you know, hometown boy makes good. You know, he, yeah. he I, mean, I mean, that's one way to look at it. He's known and uh, certainly, uh, so who else are they going to, he's probably the biggest thing to come out of Tbilisi, however you, <laughs> oh, so. Oh, come on. Yeah, that, so I can see that. Wow, so that's very cool. What do you, can I ask you, you're from Seattle, what are you doing in Tbilisi, Georgia? I am riding my motorcycle around the world, so this is just where I happen to be at the moment. Uh, I don't travel with a computer, so when your producers told me that I had to have a computer for this, I found a guy, and I'm in his apartment right now. Uh, this is the greatest backdrop we could put together. So, <laughs> that's amazing! Look at that! Look at look at what's behind you! That's very cool. What? Wait, this is blowing my mind that you right now. What time is it right now where you are in Tbilisi, Georgia? It is 11 p.m. Okay, well, it's got to be. More like ten after, probably. Um, sorry. Yeah, there you go. Okay, I just you I'm, should be in bed, Jake. I'm sorry. I'm punctual about time, and if you're going to say eleven and it's eleven oh nine, then I don't trust you about anything else yeah. you're going to tell me. <laughs> you're a real Joseph Stalin. Yeah, sorry. Stalin esque. Yeah, Stalin was always always rounded up to the nearest hour. So. I, w- <laughs> I want to ask you, Jake. This is really cool. You're riding your motorcycle around the world. Is that what you're doing? <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Uh, I was working for the last few years from home during COVID, as many of us were. I got burnt out and I said, screw it. Let's let's ride the bike around the world. Wow. Uh, that's amazing. A lot of people say that. But guess what, Jake? Nobody does it. Yeah. Nobody. Nobody. Not one person has done it except you. All of us on Zoom during COVID were saying, I mean, I said, screw it. I'm going to get in great shape. And once once I can, I'm going to get on a unicycle and I'm going to ride it around the uh, Adirondacks. And I never did it. But look <laughs> at you. You actually made good on this promise. Good for you. Yeah. I'm, I meet a lot of, of travelers actually doing the same or similar things, whether it's on a motorcycle. I've met someone walking around the world, um, a woman who was raising her child basically while they travel. Um, what? Only couch surf. She was. She just uh, is couch surfing with a child. Yep. How old is the child? Her child is now seven years old, but she started when she was one year old. She showed me a picture, and she just has a big backpack with all the stuff, and the child in the carrier in front. And she said, "Let's just uh, do this," and she made it what? happen. What? Uh, I should do that. No, you shouldn't, Sona. <laughs> no? You okay. have twins. That's a bad right. idea. Okay. Wow, that's that's intense. I I mean. That's really intense. And as, I mean, Matt and Sona both have newborns. Can you imagine either one of you traveling around the world, hitchhiking and couch surfing with a child that young? That's insane. No, and I can't imagine what that would do to the people's houses we were staying at. (laughs) That's what my real concern, what Glenn would do. Yeah. We call her the Golden State Pooper. Meaning because she travels uh, like a serial killer, she moves uh, surreptitiously throughout the night, leaving a trail of destruction? Basically. Okay. Um, Let's get back to Jake. Uh, But thank you, Matt, for bringing it to poop, as you always do. Um, You bet. Now, hey, Jake, I'm curious, first of all, what kind of bike do you have? I have actually what I would call a street bike with an identity crisis. Uh, It's really not the right bike for this trip. It's not an adventure bike or a dirt bike. But uh, they say the best bike is the one you have, so I'm going with it. What, but, but specifically, what kind of bike? What brand? It's a Suzuki V-Strom, and uh, it has a name, uh, Strom Bombadil. So if you've read Lord oh. of the Rings, 
there's a character named Tom Bombadil. Tom Bombadil. And, and because the bike is a V Strom, did some some workshopping with some friends, and we ended up with Strom Bombadil. Strom Thurman was was the first uh, idea. Yeah, that's what I would have gone with. Not, I would have got to go with that. Well, I would yeah. have gone with Strom Thurman. Uh, just you know. Um, because uh, Strom Cruise I, was another option. Strom mm. Cruise. You know what? I, I like, like Strom Cruise because it's Cruise, which is also, uh, yeah. yeah, Strom Cruise. I like that one. But whatever one you went, I saw Gorley's eyes light up when you mentioned uh, an obscure character from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And a weird foam came out of his ears. So <laughs> you just made his day. <laughs> I've never even read those books. I don't know where Oh, I yeah, this. sure, yeah. You lie. Because <laughs> yeah. I wrote them. Yeah, because he wrote them. <laughs> With his feet. Jake, that's really cool that you're doing this and you're on this cool bike. Did you, how did you pick this bike? I mean, you picked, I I could, if you're driving around the world, I would think you'd probably want to be on something with, you know, really high suspension or you'd want to be on something like a, one of those BMWs, you know, that uh, is just going to never quit on you. So I don't know why, how did you choose this bike? Yeah. Interesting question. Um, I wanted to pick up the bike in Europe, so options are fairly limited. I found a guy who sold me the bike, and uh, when I went to pick it up, he uh, informed me that the bike would remain in his name, and I was merely leasing it. So I found myself uh, around the world with a bike that I don't technically own. What? So, uh, every border crossing is a little interesting, but so far I've, I've made it this far, and uh, I intend to keep the bike. He's not getting it back. Hey, I have a question. He, what? He You're thinks stealing he, it? He, yeah, he <clears throat> thinks he's leasing you this bike. Tomato, tomato. Does he, how many miles, how many miles have you put on the bike? Uh, at this point, I've gone 26,000 miles. <laughs> well, and you're just not going to give this bike back to this guy? Yeah, well, he's a jerk, so you get his comeuppance. Well, I think what you're going to do is return it to him, but with like 75,000 miles on it. And l- large chunks of it missing. Yeah, could it be? Uh, he, he's uh, he's an interesting guy. He did a lot of things. Um, what What do you mean he did a lot yeah, of things? Yeah, what? What's going on well, here, Jake? We're not getting well, the full uh, story. When I when I came to pick up the bike, he had dropped it and uh, dented it and broken the mirror. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. He uh, didn't install some of the things on it that he said he was going to install. Um, he now tells me that I have to maintain insurance with him even when I'm outside of the EU. So that's why getting into Turkey and beyond was actually uh, kind of a, a milestone for me because I'm out of his jurisdiction. I now think I'm that sure. you're traveling all this distance just because you stole <laughs> a motorcycle. You're on the run. <laughs> and you're, you're on, on the, the run. You're clearly on the run. And you're, and also you you decide to contact us from the birthplace of one of the greatest criminals <laughs> in the history of mankind, Joseph Stalin, a.k.a. Koba. We'll talk about that later. Um, yeah, and you're good. wearing a Guy Fox anonymous mask. Yes. You don't even get to see your face. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, you know, with all the gear in my helmet, nobody knows who I am, so I can get away with anything. What device is that that's latched yeah. to your collarbone? Is that a Tamagotchi? <laughs> This is, this keeps me alive. This is a uh, satellite communicator. So uh, oh. if I if I ever need it, I can call SOS. Oh, okay. Does it also let your loved ones, we'll get to whether you have loved ones or not <laughs> in a moment. Is that so that your loved ones can keep track of you as well? So I do share my location with my mom, but I made a deal with her. Uh, I told her that she is allowed to know where I am, but if she ever sends me a message that says like, hey, how's that restaurant you're eating at? Uh, then I'm cutting her off. 
but she can monitor it passively. What? And, uh, oh. I'm, I'm pretty sure she has like a war room set up at home with a big monitor about where I am and she's pushing little figurines. So. I get that. You know, it's incredible to have the flexibility to work in all sorts of places, whether it's taking video calls from the park or emailing large files while you're grocery shopping. Sona, this is good for you. Is it? Because you're always doing whatever work you do for me from fun locations. But I like blaming it on not having reception. I know, but you can't do that here. Working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network, which is why you should check out T-Mobile, Sona. Then you got no excuses. They're America's largest and fastest 5G network. With T-Mobile, you'll be covered in more places with the 5G speed you need for your life on the go. Plus, they also cover more highway miles with 5G than anybody else. Check it out if you don't believe me. Hey, Blay, you've got T-Mobile, right? I do. I was actually just up in the woods in Idlewild. It was fantastic for the weekend. And uh, my T-Mobile didn't miss it. My T-Mobile phone didn't miss it. You know, I wouldn't think you'd need a cell phone because you speak so loudly into a microphone. (laughs) Well, I had to look some stuff up. Just take it. Just take it down. I didn't know what brunch was. I can hear him. When the restaurant's open for brunch. Okay. uh, So I used uh, my T-Mobile coverage to check out brunch. That's all right. Anyway, wherever you are, you know, take it from the loudspeaking Blay. If you're on the go, you want to be in the know, you want to make the show. What? Uh, T-Mobile. Okay. That's the one for you. That was I should weird. have rhymed it with go. Anyway, <laughs> find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. Fastest based on median overall combined 5G speeds according to analysis by Ookla of Speed Test Intelligence Data Q3 2023. C5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Brian Needs a Friend is sponsored by ADT, introducing ADT Self Setup, featuring everything from motion sensors to Google Nest Cam and the Nest Doorbell with a battery or wired option. Your choice. Easily install the ADT Self Setup security system at your convenience. You don't need heavy-duty tools. And if you do need help, ADT can provide virtual assistance along the way. Self Setup from ADT grows, moves, and adapts as your needs change. You can add more products at any time, and your system easily moves wherever life takes you. It also features Nest Cams that can tell the difference between a person, an animal, a vehicle, or with the Nest doorbell, even a package. These things are getting so smart. Plus, on every second counts, you can trust ADT's 24-7 professional monitoring. You can view video of an alarm event and verify or cancel an alarm with just one quick tap. Now everyone can get trusted security from ADT installed your way with no long-term contracts. When the most trusted name in home security as the intelligence of Google, well, <laughs> you've got a home with no worries. Go to ADT.com today or call 1-800-ADT-ASAP. Google, Nest Cam, Nest Doorbell, and Nest Aware are all trademarks of Google LLC. On the way in today, Sona, I was thinking about just how much has changed over the years. Yeah. You know, when I was a kid... We were all dancing the jitterbug and the Watusi. Okay. And then you grow up now and there's mosh pits and everything's gone <laughs> cuckoo. There's this new thing called rap. I don't know what's <laughs> happening anymore. But guess what? In a world full of change, there's one thing that hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. The great taste of Miller Lite. Are you with me on oh, this? Oh, yeah. I'm right there with you. Yeah. And you know, another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less Filling. Yeah. I hate a filling beer. When I have a filling beer, I just want to sit down in a beanbag chair for six days, but not with Miller Lite. 
So what's the best thing about the original light beer? Mm -hmm. Back in 1975, the big debate in America was what's more important, that it it's less filling Miller Lite or it tastes great. Yeah. The cool thing is when we all realized it's both. Okay. It's less filling and it tastes great. Yeah, all right. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. Great taste. Only 96 calories. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and it's less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Conan. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Yeah. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. If most people are being honest, no one really knows what you do for work, right? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, especially if you're in a what I like to call B2B. Oh, you know? what, what is that? I'll explain. Okay. That's a business doing business with other businesses. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I call it B2B. It's a little thing. It's also, uh, it's a boy band I'm working on. <laughs> anyway, fortunately, LinkedIn has a network of professionals who get what you do and you can reach the right people who matter most to your company because they're LinkedIn. Yeah. That's what they do. Yeah. LinkedIn has over, this is the fun part to say, one billion members. Are you serious? Yeah. That's not that's more people than are on Earth because there are people on the moon using it in Saturn. <laughs> that's one over one billion members on its platform, including 70 million decision makers. God, I'd like to meet a decision maker. Since LinkedIn members are regularly updating their work history, you can precisely build a target audience by job title, industry, company, and more. Man, you can reach the right people for your, I'm going to say it again, B2B business with LinkedIn ads. Yeah. Gets even better because LinkedIn will give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Hmm. There you go. Just go to linkedin.com slash Team Coco to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash Team Coco. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Were you inspired by Che Guevara's famous bicycle, you know, motorcycle trip? Is that what inspired this trip? Or yeah, but I, I see myself doing less murder. But yeah, well, he wouldn't have called it murder. He would have said, uh, "I'm a, I'm fighting for the revolution." That's what he would have said. Mm. Boy, this is real communist revolutionary leadership heavy, this episode. Well, I'm, yeah. because I'm- Are you a communist? Am I? Yeah. And I'll remind you're you you're under oath. You're supposed to yeah, say, you have, have, have you or have you ever <laughs> known, uh, you know, I may be, I may be a communist. <laughs> I may be, that's all I'm going to say. I go to a lot of parties with communists. I've gone to a lot of- <laughs> I've got a, I've gone to a lot of orgies with communists because <laughs> well orgies are very when you think about it it's a very socialist kind of experience you know but it was just you Khrushchev and Gorbachev <laughs> yeah me <laughs> and one woman named Inga uh, <laughs> oh come on she just watched she didn't we 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 were going at it hot and heavy. Uh, listen Jake Jake I did not I mean I feel badly because Jake. First of all, is a real adventurer. He has traveled like 27,000 miles on what's clearly a stolen motorcycle. He's calling <laughs> us from mm -hmm. Georgia, Tbilisi, Georgia. And uh, I'm, I'm just excited to talk to you. I think what you're doing is fascinating and cool. I don't know if I, 
I don't know if I could do this. I think I'd be very worried all the time that I was wouldn't have the correct papers. I mean, how hard are these border crossings? Have you been questioned a lot? Yeah, I do get questioned mostly because my documents are not exactly in order. Uh, in fact, the the Georgian border they were quite quite strict. I think I almost didn't make it in. But uh, to your point, I think uh, anybody can do this. The thing is, you just got to set out as long as you're willing to. Uh, be spontaneous, not stick to an agenda and just say yes and two things. You don't need to have packed a particular list of items. You just go, you can buy things, you can sell things, you can figure it out. You can find a guy who has a computer and take a call in his apartment. Is that guy around? Is he no. alive? Um, his dad's his dad's <laughs> in the room next door. Um, yeah, I don't believe you. I think yeah. if you could pan out slightly, you'd see blood all over the walls. <laughs> Blankets here for me. Yeah, and a sign that yeah. just says "Welcome to Seattle." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we look out the window and we see these Seattle Space Needle. You haven't gone anywhere. You lie. Uh, wow, this is I. I'm very impressed with this lifestyle. You're on your bike, and how do you eat? Do you when do you know how to stop and find shelter? How do you go to the bathroom? These are questions I have. Well, for food, basically, there's usually a place you can you can get food. So I just carry one meal on me, kind of an emergency. Like if I wasn't able to find dinner on a particular day, I'll go I'll go make that myself. But there's always a vendor going around hawking something or or a place you can eat. Um, as far as where to spend the night, I carry a tent with me, so I can kind of just stop wherever. I'll try to find maybe a hostel or a, a guest house, but if I just want to camp, I can do that. But have you ever have you ever felt wow. threatened? Like you set up your tent someplace and then you heard a noise out there in the night and you felt unsafe? Only from dogs. Uh, people have been have been really wonderful. Um, dogs are basically my one fear on this trip. Um, yeah. Primarily when riding. Yeah. But like, uh, for example, the other day I was in um, in southern Turkey, southeast Turkey. So what some people would refer to as Kurdistan. And uh, I stopped uh, to ask some people if I could just sleep in their field. And uh, before I even put the kickstand down or said anything, the, this Kurdish family, this guy beckoned, says, come, come join me. And I had uh, lunch with them, some amazing chicken. We talked for hours abusing Google Translate. And then uh, they sent me off to go sleep in their field. And that evening they brought me dinner. Uh, and the next morning he brought me tea. Uh, it was just, it was awesome. So no, people really have been nothing but kind. That's really nice. That's a wonderful story. Yeah. It, 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 it feels like you're uh, almost an ambassador. Uh, how do people feel about uh, Americans right now when you encounter them? Do they, are they uh, well disposed towards us? Yeah, I've, I've met nothing but kindness. I think um, when you actually meet people, um, everybody loves everybody. Several times when I've been using Google Translate, the question of religion has come up and, and usually I'm in like Islamic countries um, mm -hmm. and I am a little nervous about just saying, uh, you know, I'm not religious. And then actually like, four times now, the answer people have given me back is like, it doesn't matter as long as we love each other. So Aww. I think the, the divisions and the fear mongering uh, that we hear is really political. Um, yes, I, I, I agree with that. Just as a tip, here's what I do, Jake. If I'm in a foreign land and people say, what religion are you? I usually say, I don't know, which one do you like? <laughs> and then yeah. I just yes and whatever religion they said <clears throat> and then just kind of fake it, you know? That way I'm I feel like I'm always a you know, a step ahead and there's there's uh no danger that I'll you know, I'll fall victim to any kind of dislike. What if they ask you to pray with them? 
I'll say, sure, why don't you start and I'll join? <laughs> huh. See, okay. it's very easy to do this. And then um, they say, well, tell us uh, which is your favorite aspect of our religion. And I'll say, well, you tell me yours and I'll tell you <laughs> if I agree. I've gotten uh, incredible. I mean, this has taken me really far, this strategy in my life. <laughs> Uh, I've been, what if you've accidentally converted to like Buddhism? I have. Even I've pretty much. I've pretty much. A, I'm to a all of them. I'm a sworn member of every religion in the world <laughs> because I use this technique. Um, that's so cool. Now, what is your plan? Are you ever going to return, uh, Jake? We, will we ever see you in the United States again? Good question. Uh, so my plan this year is to make it to Kyrgyzstan before the the winter stops me, and then park the bike there. And uh, unfortunately, yeah, go get a job again, uh, basically earn some money and accrue some more vacation time till I can pick this back up next year. So the the idea was originally that I might like circumnavigate the world uh, in, in a year and a half, but I kind of decided that uh, I didn't want to rush it. I found myself going a little too fast. So I decided to see places uh, more deeply. And I figure that over the coming years of my life, whenever I get a chance, I'll sort of inch the bike forward. Um, Till eventually I have made it around the world. So you've committed to the motorcycle. Oh yeah, definitely. That's your the, favorite the mode same of transportation. One? The same one, or are you gonna? I mean, eventually the police are gonna catch up with you. <laughs> you may have to. Yeah. You may have to steal well, another kind of bike. Yeah, I think I think I'll I'll steal a, a dirt bike. I uh, I'm curious because I really admire what you're doing, and I I'm gonna say I'm a little envious. I I like to get out there. Would you ever consider Jake getting a sidecar? And oh, I would ride geez. along with you. And of course, I would chip in. I think I, I have some resources, so I would help fund the trip. But would you be comfortable riding with me in a sidecar? Uh, I actually do own a sidecar. Uh, so the brand is a Ural, <laughs> like the mountains. It's from, it's from Russia. And uh, its name is Ural Sharp Turn. And uh, <laughs> when I go, I have a Cookie Monster helmet, uh, and I force my passengers to wear the Elmo helmet. So if you're uh, up for that. You're not going to force me to do anything. I have an Elmo helmet. So uh, <laughs> I'm way ahead of you on that. And I wear it with a motorcycle jacket that has f red fur. Uh, I, you know, I want to do this. I want to ride in a sidecar with you. Do you think you could? I don't know. Well, my, I mean, I have, I'm going to have a specially built sidecar. Uh-huh. It's going to be very heavy, much heavier than the bike. Probably throw you very, very difficult for you to ride because my sidecar is rather large. It sleeps three. <laughs> it has... Sounds like an actual car. It has... Yeah, a, just going to join that on? Yeah. yeah. My, my, maybe it was formerly a car. Okay. It was formerly a Buick LeSabre. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to, it has all kinds of amenities. It's got a soda fountain. It's got a flat screen television. Um, and, but I want to be, I want to drive along, really rough it next to you <laughs> in my self-enclosed sidecar that's really a remodeled Buick LeSabre. Well, Sound see, interesting? I've got Armenia. I've got Armenia right here. Let's go. Uh, you yeah. know what? Number two. Uh, Sona and I have been to Armenia. We have street cred there. Yeah. And it's time for us to return. And what better way than this? Yeah. Yeah. And that's actually the question I wanted to ask you is, as I'll next be going to Armenia, what tips would you have for someone uh, riding a bike through Armenia? I got this. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, number one, uh, work up a real good appetite for dried pressed fruit. <laughs> Pomegranate apricot. 
Interested in other flavors? Well, forget it. <laughs> Pomegranate and apricot. I hope yeah. you like that. It's, they, it's, it's a whole nation devoted to fruit roll-ups. They love them. They absolutely love them. I mean, there's more to us than that, Jake. Uh, fruit roll-ups. It's more, we're more than fruit roll-ups. Uh, most, y- you know. most of the people we met there were dressed in fruit roll-ups. <laughs> people were wearing ponchos made of pressed dried pomegranate with ju- large sashes made of pressed dried apricot. Yeah. If you haven't already, try to hitch a ride in an old Soviet car and then you'll see your life flash before your eyes. I mean, oh, right. I'm that sure was you've fun. had a lot of near-death experiences, but riding in like a Lada with an Armenian who just doesn't care about, you know, road laws is, <laughs> what is, it's life-affirming. <laughs> also, what's the dish that we saw them make, Sona, that was actually, it was very delicious. The food was very good. I'm kidding. It is, yeah. The, they, they, they made a bread that- Lavash. Were, lavash, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. So, Sona, try it again, lavash. Lavash. Yeah, Lavash. You're, you're getting it. Oh, um, okay. But yeah, I have I'm said. saying it right. Love okay. him. You know, like two words. Lavash. Words. No, okay. please. Anyway, gravy, gravy. Uh, gravy is not a word. That's brozy. not a word. Brozy. Brozy no. gravy. Don't, Jake, don't go around going gravy, gravy, brozy and stuff. Don't do that. I do everything opposite of what Conan is telling you. <laughs> Just, if only I was with you. Uh, I think do do go around in a Cookie Monster helmet going grabby grabby strozy strozy and brozy yeah, yeah and just see what happens see how long it takes before you're uh, you're ridden out of town on a rail uh, um, well Jake uh, so so yeah I definitely try and get some of that lavash and make sure that you ride in a Soviet era car and I really liked honestly we got up into sort of the rural areas mm-hmm. uh, up around Yerevan and uh, Sona and I actually herded, didn't we herd sheep at one point? We herded sheep, did. yeah. You know why I can see that? I just watched this last night for the first time. I watched your Armenian special. You guys hey. were amazing. Yeah. yeah. No, it was a lovely trip. I, I think it's so cool. I love, I'm just fascinated with the idea of of uh, us hooking up with Jake at some point. So I got to figure mm-hmm. out how to make that happen. Jake, mm-hmm. I admi- I really do. I really admire what you're doing. I think it's very cool. I hope you stay sa- stay safe, all right? I don't want to be do. hearing that you're in any kind of trouble down the line. But if you do get into trouble, uh, my your mother and I are coming to rescue you. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to rescue you in the most embarrassing way possible. <laughs> hey, Jake, yeah, it's very cool talking to you and be well. And it blows my mind that you reached out to us from Tbilisi, Georgia. I just love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you so much. And uh, really, if you ever want to take that ride, I'll give it to you. All right. Don't, you shouldn't say that because uh, it's called be careful what you wish for. All right. Take care, Jake. Bye. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Bye, take Jake. Care. Conan O'Brien Needs a Fan with Conan O'Brien, Sonam Obsessian, and Matt Gourley. Produced by me, Matt Gourley. Executive produced by Adam Sachs, Joanna Solateroff, and Jeff Ross at Team Coco, and Colin Anderson at Earwolf. Music by Jimmy Vivino. Supervising producer, Aaron Blaird. Associate talent producer, Jennifer Samples. Associate producers, Sean Doherty and Lisa Berm. Engineered by Will Beckton. Please rate, review, and subscribe to Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. This has been... A Team Coco production in association with Stitcher.
Travel is great, but planning for travel can be time-consuming and difficult. That's where One Travel comes in. With One Travel, you'll find everything you need to book the perfect trip. Flights, hotels, cars, transportation, it's all right there. With One Travel, you can book online, via app, or even pick up the phone and talk to a travel advisor ready to help you make your selections. Visit onetravel.com slash music or call 855-437-2154. Plan it, book it, live it. One Travel. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all sometimes have issues or things we need to talk about, get off our chest. I have that all the time. Don't you, Sona? I do. Yeah, and we need people to talk to. And we carry around different stressors. We carry big stressors. We carry small stressors. Uh, I was raised in a culture where you're supposed to kind of bottle it up, and I've learned over time that that's not the best thing to do. If you do let things rattle around in there for a while without talking it out, it can affect your life very negatively. Well, therapy is a safe space where you can get things off your chest, figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. BetterHelp's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. A lot of people have a barrier towards getting therapy because they think, well, I don't know, I've got to find the person, talk to them. What if I? it's not a good match? I, then it's awkward. None of that. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and then you switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Conan today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Conan. 